Tell us, what, what are the details of the charge that uh, are going to be laid against the government? Well, in essence, we are saying that, you know, as South Africans, we pride ourselves on, on being a nation founded on the values of non-racialism. But the reality is that in South Africa, the government pursues policies that are overtly race-based in order to produce a society that is demographically representative. I mean, since 1994, this government and parliament has put in place over 60 acts which make race a relevant consideration and a factor. In South Africa, you cannot apply for admission to a university uh, without race being a factor. You cannot apply for a vacant position without race being a factor. And Dirk, is that, is, that, is, that not, Dirk is that not fair, considering we've come from a history where for well over 40 years during apartheid we were using race, and if you want to argue more than that, 300 years of colonial rule was also arguing about race. Is it not justified that today we have policies that redress and create balance once again? But that's the question. Are we busy with the process of reparation or process of representation? And what we are saying, we are not busy with the process of repara- uh, reparation. We are busy with the process of representation. Go and look at the employment equity plans of state departments. You will see that it has nothing to do with the needs based whether or not that individual has a need. It's purely based on race. It looks at the national racial demographics and the government says that are our objectives. That is what we want to achieve. I mean, the irony of this case is that the current government uses the same hate um, uh, race classification conjured up by the apartheid government. We still look at Africans, colored, Indians, and white, and in that categories you are placed. And and in terms well, of what, what would you suggest would be different? Should should we go brown and? green? I, I mean, what, what would be different in terms of the classification? I'm wondering, should, should we be, I mean, this is an argument that's often made, should we throw away everything from the apartheid government, or are there some elements that we've brought into our new dispensation that were necessary? So, it, d- looking at quotas and race demography, was, was that not a necessary part of moving into the new dispensation? Well, the question is, is it, do we need this? Uh, in terms of the convention, the convention clearly says, you can have affirmative action measures as long as it doesn't lead to separate rights for separate groups, and as long as it's abolished once the objective for which you put them in place has been achieved. So should, now, we, not, should we not have any mechanisms to protect and en- enhance the status of the marginalized? So people who live on the very edges of society, the poor and the impoverished, those who mm-hmm. don't have rights, those who we exactly. talk to who need water and electricity today, or mm-hmm. those in Soweto who are demanding that electricity meters be removed, shouldn't we be looking at some of the marginalized people and then looking at race issues and what is, has established this system of oppression? Okay, now the question is, the current form of affirmative action, if you go and look at the Employment Equity Act, and if you go and look at the Black Economic Empowerment, does those legislation help those people in Soweto, those underprivileged, those people without water and electricity, does it help them? No, it doesn't, because the Employment Equity Act and the BE only comes into play when you once already have a a qualification, once, once you apply for specific positions. It doesn't look at whether or not you come from a previously disadvantaged position. It only looks at what is your race. Are you an African? Are you colored? Are you Indian or are you white? That is what we looked at. We do not ask the questions, where do you come from? Do you have water? Do you have electricity? 
All we ask is, what is your race? And based on that, this is the system of affirmative action that's in place in South Africa. Mm -hmm. And we say that is not the system that the convention that we are challenging now, which we we are challenging the government with, say is affirmative action. So you're going to have public consultations on this. You plan to submit a report to the UN in August of this year. Where will those public consultations be taking place? Well, our first public consultation is going to take part now on the 13th of May, where we have an input conference from a number of organizations and that's going to give their opinion. Then we're going to have an opportunity for the public to go on our website to go and look at the shadow reports and to provide us with their inputs uh, and, and what they feel we should say or should not say. Uh, and it's going to be a process of two months to collect all of this information. And by August, we, we hope that we will finalize the draft and that we would then go to the UN and, uh, and, and, and put, the, put the report in.